What's up, everyone? You're listening to The Roz Project. My name is Ivan Temelkov, and I'm your host. On this podcast, we discuss entrepreneurship, personal development, family, tech, and marketing. Why in the fuck should you listen to this podcast? This podcast is for those of you who are looking for life-changing advice and ways to thrive digitally with your business. As always, all content is 100% real, raw, and filter. Ladies and gentlemen, today I'm pretty excited to bring on a guest that I've been following on social media for quite a while. His name is Philip Sessions. He is an online personal trainer who helps married men optimize their health without throwing away their lifestyle. Philip, how's it going, man? It's great, Ivan. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So before we kick things off here, we were having a little bit of a chat about what's going to spice up video. And you're like, well, you know, uh, should I keep video on or, or not? You know, if I'm picking my nose, then that <laughs> might not be a good thing. And you know what? Well, go ahead if you feel the need to, because let's face it, so much video can get boring. So thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. You know, Tell us a little bit about, you know, in the next couple of minutes about yourself, you know, what led you up to personal training? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me on. Excited to be here and give some value to your audience. But yeah, what got me into personal training going back about 10 years is when I started doing my own training and getting into bodybuilding. Well, first started, I was just strength training, turned into bodybuilding, and eventually I realized a lot of people are asking me questions about this and I know I can provide that value for them. And I've seen a lot of other trainers that give misinformation and I realized this was a fun thing for me to do and wanted to be able to help people out. So what better way than to actually turn that into a business for myself? So that's exactly why I did it so I could help educate others properly. And as we just said, with the lifestyle, make sure that it's a lifestyle behind it. Because I've had trainers before that have trained me and it's like chicken and rice and then, you know, or <laughs> turkey and rice. I mean, it's always just so bland. You, It's like you can't do anything different. And there's a lifestyle that has to be had behind it. Obviously, certain times you don't have that. But for the most part, mm-hmm. you can still have that lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. You said Chicken and rice, I think most people's misconception of eating healthy or being healthy is that, well, eating healthy. And most people are like, am I just going to have to eat chicken all the time? Because let's face it, that's about the only thing that's, that's you know, really good for you. I mean, there's other things, right, that are good for you, not just chicken. But most people, I guess, have a misconception. So, you know, Let's talk a little bit about, you know, you said helping people, which is a big thing. I mean, now with what's happening with the coronavirus, I think a lot of people are struggling because they're out of place with their routine, right? If you were used yeah. to going to the gym, you know, and now you're not going to the gym because the gym is closed. So what, what are you doing at home? So how are you tackling that, you know, with working with people? Like what recommendations are you making on, you know, nutrition and fitness, you know, to help them stay active. Yeah. So first of all, with the nutrition, I know it's hard because you're at home. You're probably, you're either working at home or you're just at home, out of work, whatever it may be. But setting yourself up on a schedule, first of all, with eating meals, because a lot of times, especially being stuck at home when you're not used to it, 
all day long, you get bored. And so what do you do? Well, let me go check out the fridge, see what's in there or in the pantry. And so scheduling out when you're going to eat and at least waiting three hours between meals. Obviously, if you only had like one little snack and you hadn't had lunch yet or something, you need to go get some lunch. But just putting time between these meals is going to help you out to be able to keep the calories lower because when we get bored, we can just keep eating just to eat. And then make sure you're drinking enough water as well. A lot of times when we're sitting around, we don't think about it because we're not moving. And so we don't think we need to drink more water, but our bodies need water mm-hmm. every single day, no matter if we sit still or not. You know, like eight glasses of water is what I would start with, you know, gallon roughly, whatever you want to want to do around that. Just know mm-hmm. you're going to go to the bathroom more, but then that's a good thing because you're getting up <laughs> and down a little bit more. And then on the sure. exercise side, I would suggest, especially for those of you that are lift, have been lifting in the gym, you probably do need what's called a deload so your joints and muscles can kind of uh, kind of uh, blanking out on a term here. Mm-hmm. They can recover. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, clearly I recovered from that well, but they uh, they can recover from all the load that you put on and stress you put on your body at the gym with all the weights. And now you can still do some weights, but let's go a little bit lighter and go higher reps. Let's focus on the form. This is a great time to focus on what muscle is actually pushing or pulling that weight. And of course, Mm -hmm. if you don't have weights, Body weight workouts are perfect. Do some full body workouts. There's plenty of stuff online you can do. You could even get your cardio up a little bit more to get your cardiovascular system a little bit better because I know a lot of us, we want to stick to the weights more than the cardio. And hey, you can go hop on that treadmill or elliptical and read a book at the same time. Now you're exercising your mind as well. So that's yeah. just some tips that I'd give on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as, as you were, those were all great tips. And as you were mentioning that, I really got to thinking about, okay, so a lot of people are at home right now and they're really struggling and figuring out, like you said, there's different ranges of people. There's those people who have been very active, like the power lifters, you know, into the gym and now they don't have a gym. You know, some might have, you know, at home gyms, but, but most people don't. Mm-hmm. And they're really struggling with trying to figure out how to maintain routine. And I heard you talk about discipline and focus. You know, I heard you talk about the importance of just because you're home and you can't actually go to the gym should not give you the excuse to say, well, I'm going to alter my routine. Because if you do that, then you're going to fall flat on your face because you've become so used to you know, lifting weights and having this nutrition routine. And now you're stuck at home and you're just not paying your due diligence to be able to remain active, to be able to eat good, to be able to, you know, do some form of, you know, exercise. So I wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of entrepreneurs are struggling with that. A lot of solopreneurs are struggling with that to maintaining routine and knowing what to do while they're at home. Because let's face it, when you're going to the gym, you typically have a structured workout and you're probably eating, you know, fairly well, depending on what your nutrition looks like. But now since you're not doing those things, then you're feeling out of place, right? So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that discipline. Let's talk about that focus and how can that help, you know, other entrepreneurs? Why is it so important now more than more than ever when you're stuck at home. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's necessarily more important now than, than ever because discipline is always important. But I mean, I know, I know the point you're getting at is that mm-hmm. we're not on a normal routine. We get thrown off in every area. So if you're not already writing a list of things you need to do down every single day, start doing that. And, and especially with the workouts, like, hey, I'm going to do these workouts. I know for myself, even as a trainer, somebody who loves the gym, when I write down exactly the exercise I'm going to do, how many sets and how many reps, I don't go into the whole, okay, it's going to be this exact weight because it just depends on the energy level that day. But, you know, sets and reps and the exercises, I have a way better workout because I end up pushing myself more because when I'm not at the gym or at the home gym, Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I can do this, this, and this. And then I get into it. I'm like, oh, man, this was a lot more than I expected. But because I have it written down, I do it. And so when we write things down, that helps us create that discipline because our mind gets fatigued very easily. And if you've been spending all day already on phone calls, you know, talking with people, especially do afternoon workouts, you're not going to want to tell yourself, keep going. <laughs> You're just not, you know, it doesn't matter if you're an avid fitness lifter or not. You're just, you're not going to want to. So writing down exactly what workouts you're going to do, reps and and sets is going to be perfect for you to keep pushing through those workouts. Now on the nutrition side, if you don't have a structured meal plan now, you you need to get on that, (laughs) you know, write something down. Like what am I going to eat today? And same exact concept there. I'm going to eat these things today and that's all you eat. And if you happen, <clears throat> happen to finish by three o'clock because you got bored and ate more then well, Hey, you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And now well, we, we have cut out the commute time as well. So that's another important aspect. What do you do with that extra time you have? If I would say if you have lacked sleep over, you know, the past several months because that commute and you've been staying up later trying to get things done because life happens, take that time to sleep in whatever, you know, say you have a 45 minute commute, sleep an extra 45 minutes, give yourself that extra recovery time. But if you haven't been on a lack of sleep, then use that extra 45 minutes to read, do something to educate yourself, get started earlier on the day, spend more time with family in the evenings, whatever it may be, but utilize that time in the best possible way. Don't just throw it away and say, well, I don't have a 45 minute commute. So now I, you know, I just got, well, I guess an hour and a half really because both ends of yeah. it every day. So, yeah. And those are some really good points. And as you were talking about that, it really got me thinking to the way uh, every day in terms of structure has really changed for most people now being home. I know you talked about that, you know, there's a lot of people who commute to their nine to fives. So now they don't have that commute. So, you know, that falls out of their schedule, but then it kind of alters your daily schedule in terms of what you've been accustomed to. And so that really plays a huge part into how everything is structured because most people like processes and procedures because it just works. They have a system of doing things. And as you were mentioning that, it really got me thinking. I know personally I've struggled with this because my system gets thrown off. And you were talking about the fact that, okay, like for instance, most mornings I power through my routine until usually like two or three o'clock, two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Because I know my productivity level levels just you know tank completely in the afternoon, 
So <laughs> the last thing I want to do is usually when I'm tired in the afternoon, typically is to be doing a workout. Now, what I actually have found that as my, my system has changed, my procedure is that when I get tired in the afternoon, I will actually power through and uh, do a workout because that brings up my energy levels. Because, you know, one of the things that I've personally been working on is trying to figure out how to ditch sugars. Because someone even told me recently that, like, you know, sugars are worse than cocaine. It's so addictive that once you kind of get hooked on it, let's face it, as an Eastern European, I've grown up on sugars. You know, like I've grown up on five course meals and that's in part why the nutrition in the system and the exercise has been so challenging. So when you were talking about this, you know, I think the key takeaway from that was is just that you have to be able to pivot now and adapt and maybe restructure your process a little bit to where it works for your current schedule. Because I think a lot of people have been so accustomed to a traditional schedule when they were maybe working and commuting to work, you know, in the morning and in the afternoon and creating a schedule around that. So, uh, you know, can you share any additional tips in terms of how to realign, how to restructure your daily schedule and what are some good tips on, okay, when should I exercise and, you know, how should I eat? When should I digest more food or less food? Yeah. So there just depends on kind of the diet there as far as, you know, when you intake food, when you don't intake food, I would suggest, you know, a lot of people are always worried about carbs. Don't eat a bunch of carbs at the end of the day, you know, have them more at the beginning of the day. So you have that energy from the carbs to fuel your day, fuel your body throughout the day. Now, like you mentioned how you're more creative in the morning, you're more productive in the morning having that afternoon workout is better because you can go get that workout and you don't lose all that creativity and that productivity for working in the morning. So just depending if you are trying to get a workout in and, but you also need to work, you know, if you're more creative in the morning, go get that afternoon workout. But if you just can't get yourself out of bed, like myself, I struggle to get out of bed to do something productive and creative first thing in the morning but I can get out of bed and go to the gym. So if you're like me, get out of bed, go to the gym or not right now, but you know, right. go to that home gym, go work out and do that. And I realize if you have family and kids, it's a little harder. Hopefully you have a garage or maybe you can go outside or something. So it's, you know, it's different for every yeah. person situation, but figure out something that can work for you. It doesn't have to be a full 45 minute workout. You know, in the morning, just to help you get started. Maybe go walk for 15 minutes, go, do some sprints for 15 minutes, just something, 10, 15 minutes real quick, get the blood flowing, get your heart rate up and get back in there to, you know, get into work and get going, you know, whatever mm -hmm. your normal eating routine is. I would just suggest, you know, especially right now with us sitting around more, we're a lot more sedentary to cut back on your, your carbs a little bit because you don't need as much energy, which as we know, what unprocessed carbs or the carbs that we don't process in our internally in our body will turn into sugar, which of course turns into fat, but it's because of the excess calories we now are having. So cut back a little bit, you know, three yeah. to 500 calories, something like that. And you should be okay. Make sure you're staying active. And a lot of people, it's excuses. This is really an excuse overall that you can't do this. You can't do that. And when you tell yourself you can't do something, 
you're right. You won't be able to do it. Yeah. You know, just kind of like Henry Ford said, yeah. you know, you can have whatever color Model T you want as long as it's black, you know. <laughs> so whatever you, know, you tell yourself, whatever you're making available for yourself in your mind is what's going to happen. So if you say, yeah. I can't seem to lose weight, I can't seem to eat right, you're not going to lose weight. You're not going to eat right. So stop telling yourself you can't and start writing down what you can do, what you're going to do. And that's how you're going to stay in shape. Yeah. Not sitting here and, and listening to me tell you exactly what you need to do, little tips. You know, of course, they're helpful and I appreciate people listening to them. But at the end of the day, I can tell you exactly what to do. And you're, if you don't do it, if you don't take action on it, it's not going to matter. So go do something. Yep. Stop waiting for somebody to give you some secret formula. <laughs> it's right, right. Everything's out there for you to know. Figure it out as you go. That's what, yeah. that's what everybody that's ran a successful business has done. They've known a little bit of stuff and they figured it out as they went. They didn't get every single bit of information before they started. The yeah. thing is, once you, sorry, once you start figuring out, once you start doing, you can figure out what you need to learn about and go back and learn that rather than, well, let me get a general understanding of how to lose weight, how to work out whenever you've never done it. Just start with something that you know and, okay, well, I don't know how to work out, let's say, chest or arms. Well, how do I do that? Well, now you go look up a video because you've tried and you've failed. But if you've never tried and you've never failed, you don't know what you need and what you don't need. So stop wasting time and go take action. Yeah. Um, I was taking some notes while you were, you were going on that power um, power statement there because that was really powerful and I wanted to touch upon that because you mentioned a lot of key things that I think a lot of entrepreneurs and, and just individuals in general are struggling with. I think too many people are looking for that perfection of, you know, better nutrition, uh, better health, better wellness, better exercise, that they just forget to start to begin with. And mm -hmm. if they start they seek for immediate gratification and they don't understand that this is a long haul. This is a long game. You know, it's kind of like I'm a golfer and I use the analogy that, you know, the short game is not going to help you win. You still got to drive the ball down the fairway. And then when you get mm -hmm. to the green, you know, you, you still got to chip and putt. So it's the long game plus the short game that's going to help you win. So the analogy behind that is that, like you said, a lot of people don't take action. They want those immediate results. And the other thing you were talking about is it doesn't matter where the inspiration, the motivation comes from, because you do a lot of that. You inspire people, you motivate them, you give them suggestions to do things. But at the end of the day, if you fail to take action, to take initiative, it's nothing more than empty intent. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle. And now more than ever, you know, I think with COVID-19, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs are using it as an excuse to say, well, next day and the day after, you know, I'm going to start then, or I'm going to do a workout when in fact they keep pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off to the point to where you get to a point to where it's like you have zero intent of actually doing it. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's the action that's going to get you those results. And I know this because in my 20s, in fact, vast majority of my 20s was, was spent in 
you know, wishful thinking and good intentions and great ideas with zero execution. And mm -hmm. that's what I think entrepreneurs don't understand because fitness and nutrition has a huge part in business. It just invigorates you to be not only a better human being, it invigorates your mind, it invigorates your body, your soul, and therefore that translates to you just doing better in business. And so these were the key things that I heard you say that I wanted to touch upon because let's face it, you know, in the United States, over 60% of Americans are obese, mainly because mm -hmm. fast food has become so accessible. And most people are lazy because they would rather sit on the couch and order Uber Eats or go through the McDonald's drive through and get something to eat for dinner than put in more effort to maybe prep some food or eat something that's healthier, like grilled chicken or salmon or tilapia or, or something along those lines because at the epicenter of that, it requires effort. It requires action. And most people are offsetting that based on access because let's face it, fast food is accessible. It's cheap. It's quick. Nobody likes to cook. Most people don't like to cook. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so you mentioned a lot of great tips and you know, we could go on and on because I honestly, especially since, let's see, March of 2019, when I really kind of said enough is enough, you know, mm -hmm. I've been like slacking around and actually took initiative. I have seen the biggest shift in my life in terms of health and nutrition, mindset, body, soul, also than ever before than I have in my entire life. And it has really panned out in a good way. It has affected me in a good way. Um, Philip, if people want to find you, let's throw in some plugs, man, website, social handles. How can they connect with you? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. You know, either under my name, Philip Sessions, or I have uh, my business page is Healthy Living Sessions, all mm -hmm. one word. And then Instagram is at Philip Sessions. And you can find me on my website as well, healthylivingsessions.com. So those are going to be the best places to find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I want to thank you for jumping on and jamming with me. You shared a lot of good tips, and I, I will make sure that, you know, those are iterated in the podcast because. I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand the intricacy of eating well and exercising and how that really invigorates your entire life and business as a result of that. So I want to thank you again so much for your time. It was an absolute pleasure.